Hello and welcome to the KCSU Music Podcast brought to you by KCSU-FM. I'm Lindsay, the music director here at KCSU, and today we're going to talk with Alex Creighton, Ransom Tyson, and Jack Terry of Coastless Creatives, a Denver-based live label providing opportunities for artists to support themselves, venues to sell out, and audiences to escape. Alex began the LLC his senior year at MSU because he saw a need for increased organization and camaraderie in the local art scene, and it has since taken off to the benefit of artists and community members alike. I hope you enjoy our conversation. So thank you so much for joining me today. Would you all be able to introduce yourselves and to tell me a little bit about how Coastless Creatives came about? I'm Alice Creighton. I'm the lead executive of Coastless Creatives. I handle all the booking and like communications with other businesses that we work with. My name is Ransom Tyson. I'm the lead administrator. Uh, I'm in charge of coordinating with bands uh, for any... Uh, information that they need on the show and contracts and all that stuff and then i'm jack terry uh i run all of our creative stuff so that's like poster design outreach all that kind of stuff um just everything on the creative facing side so i actually started this as like my senior project of my last project in school for msu to get my bachelor's degree it started as like a music collective that i formed with a bunch of friends from a school called dime that closed down and then eventually we just got more and more people, and then in May of 2021, we decided to become an LLC, and then just sort of like start to book shows and then find opportunities for like artists that like I saw around Denver that I thought were like really amazing to like get paid doing the thing that I love doing. So that's sort of like our mission is to like create opportunities for like those people to find opportunities for like local artists to find opportunities for venues to like pack the house and like to find opportunities for like audiences to like go to really, really cool, like unique local shows and just sort of like add some organization to the music scene. That's very cool and sounds like it connects a lot of different things. Did you always know that you wanted to start a label of some sort or was it born out of need to fulfill the class assignment? I knew I wanted to start like some some sort of like collective with my friends like for a while. I just was always like putting it off. I was like, it's like oh, I don't really want to do this. And I was I put it off for like a couple of years um, just to like, I'm also a musician. So I wanted to just like make music and then I started this and I was like, stopped kind of focusing on making music. And I was like, I'm just going to book people and just like promote everyone that I can and like throw as many shows as humanly possible without hopefully without jeopardizing my health. And you said that Coastless has been an outlet for frustration about the lack of camaraderie, discipline, and as you said, organization you see in Denver's artist community. So what are you doing differently and what do you provide specifically to that community? Really what it is 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 when we book artists on a show, we don't really just like book them and be like, all right, have fun, sell tickets. Like we make promotional content for all of them and then we like promote for them and then we sell our own tickets too. And we just try as hard as we can whenever we book a show to be with the artists like every step of the way and like really make every show like as special as possible and like really add like we try and get content for all the shows so that we can give it back to the artists and also use it for our own promotion. 
we also do like visuals at all the shows and like bring like visual artists to shows too to just kind of make it like a whole experience and it's like every step of the way we're like we're making sure people are promoting like we're in contact with the artists so like we're really just trying to be as organized as humanly possible so that like every time that we throw a show it's as effective as possible for like everybody to like have a turnout and like get people in front of them and like promote themselves definitely and for those visual art and promotional things do you go out into the community looking for different graphic designers or do you have a couple people on your team that generally do that i handle most of like our larger visual art stuff like all the posters and then i run all the live visuals and create most of that stuff myself we don't really have the facilities to like branch out yet and work with local designers but like eventually that is the plan we do have a small creative team but for the most part they're handling like uh, social media content creation and that kind of stuff but all of our design work and everything you see at the live shows is made in-house that's so cool and is that just from your own inspiration yeah i mean i i've like done enough art and enough like different avenues where I like I can usually get enough inspiration for like the shows we do but for you know most of our bigger shows we do have meetings with the artists where they're like we're like you know what kind of like color schemes do you want do you have any inspiration that kind of thing and then I take a lot of inspiration from like people that I know that do art but for the most part we try for our big shows where it's like very much per artist based we do ask them what kind of stuff they want to see and then I kind of spin that in my own way and are you all musicians? Tech, I mean, I, I used to make music and then I kind of transitioned to digital art. I, I've been working on my solo work for now, but yeah, we all come from a music background. And I think that's what makes our work more of a passion project and not just a business is that we, we understand kind of the, the need for some coordination in the music industry, especially local. Yeah, how does having a musical background help you shape your label in a way that suits musicians better, whereas if somebody didn't have that experience, they might be missing out? I think it helps that we ourselves, at, at least I, I know Alex and I, have had experience with looking into venues and trying to get our acts scheduled you know like we ourselves have had personal experience with trying to put on our personal shows and and that can often be kind of vulturous sometimes uh you know a lot of venues will want to keep putting themselves first and you know everyone's trying to make a buck but we, we want to make sure that, especially coming back from COVID, musicians are able to have a, a chance to get back out there and, and get the amount of revenue that they definitely deserve. Definitely. And coming into this place of being kind of post-COVID or somewhere in between, has that been helpful in increasing the demand for your service? I think it definitely has been we we really started like heavily doing shows um at this place called stella's coffee house on pearl street in denver shout out to my man trey i was like a barista there and i just like started the llc and they're like we want to do live music here and i'm like i'll do it and i like made the llc and then i like made them like sign a contract with me he's like i'm an official business now and like that's how we like pretty much became like a real operating like live music business and when i was doing those shows 
a lot of people come out to me. It's like, I'm so glad live music is back. This is awesome. And it's like the fact that like, it's something that was like returning that people missed, I think like really helped like with the turnout at Stella's because every week it was like really full and like people would just like kind of show up as like regulars just to like be there and like see music again. I think absolutely like the resurgence of live events and like the vaccine um, after COVID has like been like immensely beneficial to what we're doing. Definitely. That sounds like such a big piece of the community aspect that you're trying to bring and providing those shows to people who haven't been out in a long time, getting good feedback on the performances that have been put on by your LLC. That all sounds very hopeful. Yeah, it's the music scene is it's comprised of it's not just the bands in the scene. It's like the people who go and see the bands and it's like people like you, like the interviewers who are like like journalists who are like spreading the word and like playing local music on the radio stations and like venue owners and everyone like every single like person is like a very important part of the music scene no matter which angle you're approaching it from so it's like being able to like really like try and like directly serve and directly like benefit like literally every single aspect of that focusing on the community in that way is like very very like helpful for like building a scene and that's really like i think i can speak for all of us it's like i think that's really what us and everyone that we work with like want to do is like really create like a solid music scene in denver that's like something like how austin has or something how like los angeles or like new york has where they they have like the world's most like pop and music scenes of all time and i like i'm under the personal belief from like everyone that i've met and all the musicians that i've worked with in the past couple of months that we absolutely have the talent is just like the matter of like putting that talent in the most effective place and like promoting it and everybody working together to do that absolutely and i so see that potential for denver too that idea sounds so exciting and i want to say thank you to alex too because you have also sent us a lot of local music um being a radio station for you know a college community that's such a big part of what we do. And so while these artists are, you know, getting their music heard, we're also serving the community in that way here. So we've already helped each other out. Thank you so much. Teamwork makes the dream work. Totally. Going off that a little bit, I wanted to ask if you had any tips for networking or getting your foot in the door when you're trying to navigate these music industry slash venue slash band relationships. Be aggressive. Be persistent. Don't be scared of no, because people will just tell you no most of the time. Have a good body of work. Take pride in your work and make sure it's up to a quality that you can live with. Just give like a professional foot forward, you know, with any any case that you have. Keep focusing on mutual respect between parties and uh, as casual as, as some may be, uh, just keep trying to be as open and honest with them as possible. Yeah, I feel like everybody appreciates transparency for sure, and it helps everyone kind of get on the same page. <laughs> You know I'm sorry every day For the way I did you wrong Knowing only hurt would come of it 
And I'm sorry every day for the way I let you on Thinking love was not impermanent We all got to do this really cool thing where we like all play music and do really cool shows and all that is sick. But if like you don't also like on the flip side of that, like 80% of the time, which is like kind of like the unsavory truth of like the music business is like 80% of the time. It's just like spreadsheets and emails and like, like an office job. But it's like that 20% of the time when it's like everyone's on stage and it all comes together is like. That's what makes it worth it. So it's extracting the meaning from that. And then like having that like push you through all of the parts that like you don't like as much. And I'd say like a lot of artists, musicians I work with, like, like want to make it their living. And then simultaneously, like don't like necessarily like know how to do that or don't necessarily know like how much that takes. So like, that's what I like always try and help like other artists with is like, Hey, to be able to sustain the good time for like a long time. We, we have to do things that aren't as, as fun, like contracts and spreadsheets. Yeah, honestly, I can see that being a big drag for people wanting to create content. So if you can help them out and take care of some of that or show them how to do that, I'm sure that definitely helps people move forward. I was wondering if you had any stories of a time where things have gone totally wrong and what to do when that happens. <laughs> I'm sure we have a couple. Let, let's let's find let's find a radio friendly one <laughs> can't, can't without calling one. anybody out so it was like we used to do music for this coffee shop and i say used to because essentially what happened was like we were like we started out just doing these small coffee shop shows they're like our prototype shows it's like when we were just getting started like like we'd have like have like like ransom and like our homie danny would be handing out like business cards and like and like greeting people jack like we like put up like my mom's bed sheet like like in this coffee shop and then like he'd put his visuals on it with his projector and then like i would book all the artists and then like run the sound like it was off, pretty scuffed off my laptop yeah it was scuffed <laughs> for sure it was like very very janky and Stella's like had us on contract like we got like we got paid and then like paid the artist for doing it and it was like a very like very very like mom and pop like running the company pretty much out of the back of my honda type of deal and we did these shows weekly starting july 3rd we went from july 3rd to september 11th and september 11th was our last show and we ended up booking this like really big local artist called richie mitch and the coal miners so we had the lead singer mitch cuts play and we were like cool so like we promoted it he promoted it and like then we had another like really good artist named um ben Piazzo. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. I'm sorry, Ben. But of course, Akana, which is another great local band. So both of them were playing. And it was like we had this really tiny space. And every week we were just going hard promoting it like it was like a huge venue. And this last show, we booked popular artists. And we did that in this tiny, tiny room. Like I'm talking like. It, has, it was like 20, 20 by 10, maybe. Maybe a little like 30 yeah. by 10. Yeah, I think like 30. It was like 10. a big hallway. Yeah, it was like a big hallway. <laughs> we had like probably a space that could like legally fit like maybe like 10 or 20 people <laughs> if that and we packed it with like 60 people where it's the point where like you couldn't move and like people were like sitting on the floor and like squished up against the artist and it was like super dangerous um in a lot of ways and, sounds intimate it was very very intimate and illegal um and we did that. allegedly yeah and and me being like me being like a really like 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 opportunistic just like 
crazy like hyper person just like super super manically did that show and i was like that ruled we rule we go hard i immediately went to the local bar and drank way too much and then i came back i came back to the coffee shop at like three in the morning used the wi-fi and then i wrote the owner of stella's coffee house like an email and i was like listen this is how many people we got in your shop like you need to be paying us more because we're doing such a good job and like look at all, look at everything that we did it's like this is awesome and then i was like yeah we're gonna make more money now and i got an email back the next day and he's like so this is illegal because of a lot of reasons i'm concerned about covid the building definitely can't handle this many people uh you're shut down oh no that's my story (laughs) it's like the best way to be shut down though is because you went too hard it's because you went too hard that's like that's just i tell that people to like to get it's our mantra yeah it's like we got shut down because we did too good of a job it was it was bittersweet but i think the fact that is it was a big stepping stone because now we're doing our Piante shows now yes greatest vegan pizza on earth it's really good but it's a bigger room, and we have partnerships with Ka- Karma House, Kava, and it's been going really well. I, know, I, want, I do want to. I want to shout out Ben from Corsicana for making the entire first two rows sob endlessly at his beautiful music. That was one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen at one of our shows. Please listen to Cor- Corsicana. Corsicana has some bangers. Okay, cool. Taking notes. What's what's the style? What's the genre? Dude, I don't even. How would you describe it? It's like it's like if Coldplay was like very artsy and uh, and like way better and like had a, a, the most beautiful voice you've ever heard in your life. Ben does actually have one, the b- most beautiful like singing voice I think I've ever heard. It's crazy. He actually recently pl- played or opened for Deep Sea Diver, um, and, and that was, do you remember what venue that was at? I think that was at Globe Hall. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which I don't. I don't know. If, uh, anyone out there has listened to Deep Sea Diver, but uh, pretty big. And yeah, I, I think we're just like really proud of, of him for uh, getting to this this place. And we want to see him keep going. It's cool working with like local artists. And then like even, I mean, geez, it's only been like six months. I feel like I've aged at least yeah. a decade. It's So like in that time, it's seeing the moves that some of our friends have made or like the people that we've met is crazy yeah. how like successful some of these people have become in such a short time. Yeah, things move fast. Like, and shout out to people in general too. They just opened for Boy Popular yeah. at the Adji up in Fort Collins, and like, I I almost like cried seeing those pictures of them playing in front of like a packed giant venue. Just like seeing like some of my best friends on stage. Like, it was really cool to looking see. Looking like absolute rock stars. Like, yep. It's one of the, like it just makes you makes me so happy. Like, I just want to keep seeing like everybody succeed no matter what. Any any way that like we can help that happen is like that's where we're gonna. It's be like the at. bread and butter of our thing. Yeah, that's like we want to have like our own venue where we can do whatever we want. Like we want to do like festivals, like pop-up shops, pop-up shops, like all incorporate all different types of art. We have like really wonderful artists that works with us, like uncontempt Maddie. She does like live painting all of her Piante shows. Mm-hmm. We have like Angela Bristow. Shows CD star show. unlimited shout out. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Barber. is amazing. He, he lives in Fort Collins too, but yeah, I could go on. I could, sh- I could turn this, this interview a podcast <laughs> just a list of people. We to love a list of clout, just shout outs <laughs> as much as I can. Cause it's like, Denver just has it, and it's like, in at least in like the bubble that we've created so far with Coastal's Creatives, that we're like we try and expand every day. We always try and like book new artists on shows. Like we have some returning faces because there's just some people that like we absolutely like love having on and that like just like play really good shows. There's also just like we always try and book new people and like we're just trying to like one show at a time like expand the connectivity and like the size of this community. 
I'll also say we always have like a moment at all of our shows where like regardless of how horrendously a show may have gone, we seem to improve in at least one or more aspect every single show where we can like look around and we're like, oh, that was way better than the last show. Yeah. And that's uh, it's a good feeling because it means you're hopefully making progress. <laughs> actually have an upcoming show at your mom's house um, where we're trying to do like a big sensory aesthetic um, as far as colors go. Um, Very immersive, like a lot of immersive experiences. It's going to be pretty crazy. We're like, we took some inspiration from Meow Wolf as well as like a couple of other like digital art installations and we're kind of going to like throw this insane little thing at your mom's house on December 4th. You guys have any details about that we can spill yet? I think we do. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for letting us set up our own plug, by the way. That was usually your job. Yeah, we're uh, we're basing part of what we want to do to like achieve a lot of our goals is like throw like the wackiest shows that we can. So we created the show that we were talking about, like around like a world that we created that has like a storyline and everything. So like everything in the show, like the local show, is like based off of the storyline of like this forest that is like was. On, is on an alien planet and that humans came and then sucked drive resources and then like all the bands act as like different factions as a part of that forest so each of them have their own like aesthetic and like vibe um for their set that's like crafted by the wonderful jack terry and there's like we'll have like tarot card readings where we'll have like a forest oracle and stuff just like trying to get completely insane so we're doing that on december 4th at your mom's house so like that's really what we're, where we want to go next is like we want to throw a lot of really big, just crazy, crazy shows that like the local music scene like has never seen before. That sounds like a really cool idea. And I think people love to be immersed in different universes uh, as much as possible. So if people wanted to go to that, where would they find tickets? Currently, the Eventbrite's page still has yet to be put up by your mom's house. But if you would like to um, purchase a ticket you can go to our instagram currently and drop your name and which band you were there to see and um and you can venmo us um 15 and then we will buy the eventbrite ticket for you but unfortunately there was a miscommunication with the venue so we have announced it but the ticket link <laughs> is we, not there yet we also will probably have like a square thing set up where you can do online purchases as well so hopefully we will get this streamlined in like the yeah. next week or so but for any for any of our shows, if anyone would like to come to a Coastless shows, they are all in the link tree of our Instagram at Coastless Creatives. And that one will be soon. Yes. And it's going to be a good one. Very cool. Very cool. You heard it here first. But I had one more question for each of you. That question is, you're hosting a dinner party and can invite any three people, living or dead, who's there? All right. I would definitely invite the Dalai Lama. Because I'm very interested in Buddhism and I want to know more. So I'd probably invite him. I'd probably also invite, I would invite the Dalai Lama, 
Let's go with uh, Jack's dad because pilots are cool. And then um, <laughs> shout out my dad, I guess. Shout, shout out Jack's dad because he's a pilot. <laughs> pilots are cool because planes are sick and cool. Um, and then I would invite this one random man who works in a guitar shop in Salida. I don't know his name, but he makes five thousand dollar custom guitars for Colorado artists, and I just want him to come and like let me touch his guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good. Yeah. Those fit you. <laughs> I think Ransom has his. Uh, it would be Freddie Mercury, Arlo Parks, and Phoebe Bridgers. That's a good list. Thank you. I think mine's more obscure. I would do Takashi Murakami, Daniel Arsham, and Hans Zimmer. Those are like the three people that I actively look up to on a daily basis when it comes to like art. Yeah, check out the Interstellar soundtrack. Interstellar soundtrack is probably the greatest piece of music ever composed in the history of humanity, and I'll stand by that any day of the week. Was there any other thing you wanted to promote? Anything that we should keep our eyes peeled for or just anything you want people to know about Coastless Creatives? Yes. I need every single person listening to this right now to go to the Mercury Cafe at 7 p.m. on November 12th and see Transit, Fun Machine, and Tongue Bite. Shout out Tongue Bite. They're local Four Collins bands, so I hope you guys know them. But uh, They're also one of the greatest bands on earth. Yeah, go please come to that show. Tickets are twelve dollars. It's being sponsored by Youth on Record, so we're donating ten percent of ticket proceeds to Youth on Record to help you know kids have like really good musical mentors. But please come to that show. They also have really good vegan tacos there. So if you need another yeah. reason, it would mean incredibly a lot if someone who listened to this came to that show. Actually, if you're listening to this and you come to the show and I don't know you, I will buy you a drink there. That is all. I will also. That extends to all of us. Yeah. So come to the Mercury Cafe for a free drink if you uh, tell me that you heard this. Yeah, that's a it's a win-win-win scenario, I think. Yeah. A win-win-win. Well, thank you, Ransom, Alex, and Jack for joining me today. I truly appreciate that. Um, and best wishes in your future endeavors. It sounds like y'all have a lot of cool stuff that you're planning. And may that all go swimmingly. Thank you, Lindsay, for doing this. Yes, this thank is, you so much. This means a lot that you had us on. It's like every time that we get a like have an opportunity to like put ourselves out there is really really important especially for like a small business so thank you for doing what you do i hope that all of your future endeavors also go really well and i hope to see you at some shows too hopefully we'll speak again soon yeah Thanks again for listening to the KCSU Music Podcast, brought to you by KCSU FM. Once again, I'm Lindsay, the music director at KCSU, and I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Alex, Ransom, and Jack of Coastless Creatives. Keep up with them on their website, coastlesscreatives.com, or their social medias under Coastless Creatives. Catch you next time. Washes out it. It passes the